Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, Director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, thank you guys for joining us. You know what? This is the second show that we've done of the new year. I've got Kim Souza back on the show with me. She is the Women's Clothes Closet Coordinator. And uh, But before we get started, you know, this is a time everybody that I hear is talking about New Year's resolutions and if they're failing and when they're failing. So just to add into that, we're not going to talk about any of that. Yeah. <laughs> because <goodness. laughs> let's not talk about what our failures are or our expectations of failures. So let's start with what God wants us to do. Look forward and march into the kingdom of God, holding the banner of Christ high, knowing that we stand for the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God in three persons, and that Christ died for those who will believe and and rose again that he could impute his righteousness into our lives so the Father sees us not as the broken and filthy, ragged, clothing people that we are, but through the lens of his Son. Mm. And so today, we're going to talk about the women's clothes closet and what that means. And before you think, well, let me turn the station because— the clothes closet, you hand out clothes. No, 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 oh no. If you think that's all that we do in the women's ministry, you would be really sadly mistaken. There is a ton of stuff going on at the women's uh, ministry. And Kim Souza and Eileen Trussell at the mission, Kim is, is the one running that closet and working with Eileen uh, to further the ministry to the uh, un- what is the new term they use, unhoused? Yes. <laughs> but you term. know what? It's <laughs> not just homeless women. We get a lot of women that come in who have apartments, who have houses right. or trailers. Right. And so to think that it's just people on the street is incorrect. So, Kimberly. Yes. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Does it take a special heart to work in women's ministry? It takes a heart... Uh, it takes a heart for someone, uh, yes, to follow God, to put him first, and then he fills you with just uh, the heart of compassion and, and uh, hope. Because it's easy to lose hope if you keep looking at the circumstances, right? Oh, and And <laughs> even I, looking at the lives of these women, oh, yeah. could fall into that. Mm-hmm. But because I know what God has for us, and I know the plans he has for us, I can, I can keep passing that on to him. And, and, but it, it requires me to stay super focused on him, for sure, in my day-to-day. And We have to, and we have to understand right. we serve a good and a holy and a righteous God, but he is a God also of compassion. Yes. And trust me, all these years I've walked on this planet, when I see the pictures like, of the children starving in other countries, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or I see the people who are born with birth defects, it hurts. It hurts my heart. 
I will sit there sometimes at home by myself and and it, it really wants to make you weep. I see some of the tragedy of some of, the, not just the men, but a lot of times the women. I mean, you know, I have two daughters. I have a son as well, and, and uh, I love all of them. Right. My daughter-in-law is a wonderful person. and But the bottom line is we see the tragedy in lives and are there scammers out there? Absolutely there's scammers. But guess what? We don't have to worry about that. Mm-mm. We talked about it last show. Do right. what God has called you to do That's and right. leave the consequences to him. If we get taken, we get taken. Mm-hmm. If we don't, we don't. Mm-hmm. But I know we help people. So, Kim. Yes. Let's get excited for a minute. I am excited. All right. So tell me, you are excited because there's some good things happening, right? There is. We're starting our New Year's out with a new addition to the Women's Clothes Closet. We have a cosmetologist who's volunteering to work with us a few hours every week. And this was her first day. So, Oh, uh, and how did it go? I haven't had a chance to talk to you. It went great. We have a still a few bumps to iron out, but um, it was great. We had three of our guests who were able to get, uh, they were able to get haircuts with a good shampoo and a deep conditioning. These were ladies that got that, right? Ladies from the streets, yes, yes. Okay, well, here's what you may not know. What? When we opened up the barbershop part of that. The reason it's in the women's clothes closet is because we opened it up for the women. We got them to sign up, and not one of them ever came. You're oh. the, you have, this was the first women that came in and got haircuts. Okay, well, I I hope there's more. I hope there's more every week as the word gets out that we have that service. I've encountered women who are homeless and not in shelter who have beehives. Um, on their heads with stuff and, and things entangled and and it it's gonna oh there was one sweet woman who came in and asked for a conditioner and i looked at her head and i thought oh my goodness that looks like a beehive from the 60s and it looks like it's been there since the 60s it's going to take more than a bottle of conditioner um but uh, i i was <laughs> able to assist her bless her heart and uh she still comes to the clothes closet now and then. And, and by the way, we're not to. making fun of this. No, one. not at all. It's a serious uh, issue. It's it's scary because what can happen is when your hair gets like that and gets tangled, things can actually live in there. You can get, yes, sir. and if you get little burrowing things or you get fleas or right. ticks or whatever, you can get serious infections. Yes, Yes, uh, and so it's it's not a laughing matter, is it? No, it's not. I had a, a guest in a few weeks ago who um, had hair that wasn't as bad as that, but it was pretty matted, and she uh, got a spider bite on the back of her neck, and it, she got MRSA. So we oh. were able to contact a street nurse who got a paramedic over and took her to the hospital. But no, it's a real thing. Hygiene out on the streets is difficult. And it's so vital to keep your body as healthy as you can. So I'm grateful we can offer this to the women um, who come in off the streets or from shelters. We have our showers up and running. Uh, They've been doing great. And now we have hair services that can assist as well, of course, the shopping and, and the hygiene closet. 
too, but uh, yeah. we can assist these ladies while they get their lives back in order or just try and maintain whatever their decision is, but we can assist with keeping their bodies healthy and clean. Absolutely. Now, you have to understand, too, that everything that that Kim is doing there is tied into the gospel message of Christ. We have Bible study that goes on beforehand that they all have to go to. Right. They don't have to accept. They don't have to do anything like that to come into the closet. But we want to be who we are, and that's offering that that transformative power of right. God. Right. Right? That's right. And and that's what we're called to do. Now, if they don't want that, that's fine. There are organizations that will give them items to live on and clothing and, sure. and showers and things like that. But if they come to the mission, they know that that's what we're there for, that we're missionaries to the lost, and, and uh, they're going to hear it. They're going to hear it. And you know what? They want to. They want to. I, I would easily say 90, 98% of the women that come in want prayer. 98%. Um, they are prayed with by our wonderful volunteers. I've got a, a super great staff. I have about 30, 34 women on staff right now Which who is um, volunteer their time and, and come in and work in our boutique. They prepare it. During the week, I've got volunteers Mondays through Thursdays. Um, some in the afternoons, some in the uh, mornings, and some work directly with the women and others who don't feel like that's their calling uh, work in the boutique preparing it for our guests. And they're all super important. And it's so joyful when they all get together they're and they're singing and laughing and sharing. And um, the, some are becoming good friends. I love hearing the stories of how they got together in the evenings and had dinner and it's it's really neat. In fact, I got invited to a few volunteers get together on Sunday. I'm looking well, forward to very it. Very nice. Well, Kim definitely has the heart for this kind of ministry, and it takes a special kind of person, even our volunteers, to want to do this. And we can't yes. minimize the fact that some of those volunteers, because none of these ladies, they're all volunteers. They're not paid to do this. No. But... Uh, yes, some of them are not out front with the ladies, but you know what? The foundation still needs to be done. And so on the days we're not open, they're preparing, as Kim said. Mm-hmm. the and, and that is, you know, you heard her say the word boutique. I challenge you to come down, look at that place, and <laughs> not think of it as a boutique. Right. It's right. amazing, isn't it's it? It's beautiful in there. It's beautiful in there. And you know what's really neat? Everything in there has come from donations from the community. That's right. And God just puts things together, and it comes through, and we're like, ooh, I like that picture. Let's hang it here. And, and uh, it's lovely. It's it's not an average thrift store feel. It we feels don't sell like a boutique. We don't sell anything. God gives his best, and it's free, and that's what we do, too. We give our best. Yep. We give our excellent. That's what I tell the volunteers. Give our excellent. Because these right. these people are are created by our Maker, and they deserve the best that He has to offer. Yeah. You know what? Which leads me to ask: When you are looking at these people, and you and I have talked about this before, we need to realize that the good people are created in the image of God, 
And the bad people are created in the image of God, too. That is right. And it's not our place <laughs> to try and decipher which is which. Right. We're there. We're called to a mission, and we need to stay faithful to that. So it can yeah. be difficult, though, dealing yeah. with all those personalities. Yeah, it, it, it can be. It can be. But that also, it can be a delight. I've got some... Uh, you try not to have favorites, but I've got of some course. that keep returning. Um, I know them by name. They know me by name, and we hug. And you know, are you safe? Are you okay? And and um, there's uh, some that are more tragic. Uh, the the life that they have led that have that have robbed them of almost existence is is hard to watch. But I, I try and be their friend because they don't have a lot of that in their life. And and um, that's how we share the love of Jesus, right? We're Jesus Amen. with skin on. He, he doesn't call us to stay holed up in our houses. He calls us to go out. Go out. You know, we're supposed to be in the world but not of the world. And, and we have that opportunity, not just me, but all the employees and volunteers at yes. the mission have that opportunity. Yeah, it can be a difficult place at times, and you're exposed as well to different things. Right. During the COVID epidemic, we got hit relatively hard. I expressed right. to all our employees that we are a mission, and we can't close the mission. We can't We're stay home. We can't hide in our bunkers. No. And uh, they said to me, well, you're 65 years old, so shouldn't you go home? I And I told them, well, no, because a leader can't hide. He needs to be there with his people. Right. Uh, I was in the hospital after that for 10 days with COVID. Right. And my wife went home to be with the Lord. And, and mm -hmm. you know, I have, I almost said tragically, but it isn't tragically. It might have been tragic for me, but mm -hmm. she loved the Lord with all her heart. And so she is... Uh, now in the warm embrace of Christ, and she no longer has MS or right. all the difficulties she had. Sure, sure. And like you, she cared about these people. Uh, most people don't know, but she volunteered there too. Every Wednesday she was there folding clothes until, you know, things right. went kind of south for us. But That's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. But she, she cared. And you know what? The volunteers care. Yes. Uh, yes. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, Kim, <laughs> but I was looking at the past year's numbers. Yes. And looking at the numbers since you've taken over. Big difference. Is there? Oh, great. huge difference. Great. Great. Uh, the amount of people coming in. You know, when Kim came, I it didn't look like we could actually even keep it open, but I wanted mm -hmm. to try for one more year. Mm hmm you know, even right. if it was just a couple of women coming in, I wanted to keep it going because I knew that once we stopped, it would be so hard to get going. Right. Then Kim came in by God's providence, and she has turned the place around. Listen, don't misunderstand. God is the one that is turning that closet around. Yes. This mission had a lot of trouble when I came, mm -hmm. and God turned it around. But he brings mm -hmm. the people he wants to bring to do the job he wants to do. So, yes, God is responsible for it, but some of that credit to Kim needs to be her faithfulness to wanting to do these things. And 
the ability that God has given her and using it for his kingdom. So tell me something, uh, Kim. Mm. I think that people get the idea that all the people out on the homeless uh, community were always, they were from low income or tragic circumstances. Is that true? No, uh, no. I've I've met women who are. Yes, there are there are women who are coming from tragedies. A lot of domestic violence. Right. So many of the women have. There's a man involved in a negative way, and that's, that's true. Super sad. But there are people who come from families uh, who who are sadly living on the street when they have family and friends, and that's one of the first questions I ask them. Do you have family or friends that you could couch surf for a while while you wait mm-hmm. for housing or you wait to get into a shelter? And and oftentimes the answer is yes, but no thank you. And uh, yeah. I tried to figure out what what is happening. What is the reason behind so much of this? And all I can think of is it's the breakdown of the family. There There's mm-hmm. so much history in families with homelessness and poverty, and and um, I I I just think we need to work on the families, and I think that's that's a goal for the churches to make how how to strengthen the families so this doesn't become generational because it is. It is generational. Uh, I started volunteering at the mission probably thirty years ago. I don't know exactly how long, but a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I've been director for 18 years, but before that, I came down with the church once every Saturday. I mean, once a month on a Saturday. And uh, we saw people out there. I saw one little girl. I'll leave her name out of it, but her mom had her in the pews she looked like she was seven or eight or nine. Mm. She grew up there. Yes. And she was in her 30s the last time I saw right. her. Right. And so you talk about generational. Yes, yes. I've, I've, got, I've got a few people that come to mind. One, uh, I've, got a volu- I've got two volunteers, I think, who grew up coming to the mission. And, Isn't that amazing? And now are serving there. I've, I've got another woman in the community. My, part of my responsibility is get to know the, the community services we have out there, yes. whether they be public or private, um, so I can send women to them for help. But one of the ladies I encountered, this young woman, beautiful young woman who uh, grew up coming to the mission as a young child because her mom was homeless, and now she's serving the homeless, and she's she's got some business adventures going on in her life, and it's it's exciting to see. I um, had a young woman that came in for showers. You remember that young girl? Yes, I do. And um, she had a boatload of tragedy, and and uh, yeah, I don't want to go into the nasty details, but she ended up sleeping on the floor of my office. While I reached out to uh, an organization to rescue her, and um, she comes from a family of homelessness, and and she was hopeless, and it's it's just tragic. And those are the hard those are the hard cases. Those are the ones right. that uh, like hit me in the chest. I'm like, Ugh. and the little old ladies, they they get me too. Uh, they get me too. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. little old men too. I mean, right? The eighty-year-old, the eighty-year-old man who was assisting the woman who was paralyzed in a wheelchair, and he was pushing her around and and giving with what he had available to give, um, which was just pushing. It's easier to turn the channel or to look away from that stuff, isn't it? But people like yourself and the people at the mission choose to not look away. Right, right. It doesn't make it any easier for you. No, but knowing that that I'm supported is huge. I yeah. I know that we have people who care, who are supporting the mission um, with a bazillion different ways, and donations are great. I tell you what, there's nothing more exciting when someone comes in with a need and I can feel that need. It's like, wow, I actually had that come in today. Sure, let me go get it for you. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. And it's, it's never dull. <laughs> uh, no, it is not ever dull. Uh, but, you know, uh, there was a woman who was out on the street, and they tell me I never saw it myself. Mm-hmm. But they told me that she would run up and down the street. She would keep taking her clothes off. Yes, and I know uh, what you're talking about. And yeah. she was tall, and she was thin, and she was attractive, but mm-hmm. she was also mentally right. disturbed. A lot of mental illness. And one day she ran in the mission, past the gates, hid behind the cars. Mm-hmm. She was clothed at that time. But her garments were so thin, it was freezing a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And and I went out there, and, mm-hmm. and now the guys are surrounding her. Not, I mean, I'm talking about staff people. Right, right. Not trying, trying to, to do anything. Her. But she was absolutely terrified. Yeah. So I asked the guys to back away. Right. And we finally had to call mental services for sure. her. Yeah. But my understanding was two weeks later, she was back out on the street. And yes. I don't know whatever happened to her. Yeah. But yeah. we get we get that. And, and Kim, address something. We only have two minutes left, but quickly okay. address the fact that there's a lot of sexual and physical abuse of women on the street, is there not? There is. It's, it's Like I said, most of the women that come in have a man connected to them in some negative way, mm-hmm. and uh, it turns to domestic violence. It's It's... It's real, and they're they're living with the it circumstances of that. But um, we're able to step in and direct them towards services if they want help. Um, and then uh, we've had some we've had a we've had a lot of successes too. We're working with a young woman right now who I am seeing a difference in her life. She's smiling and glowing. Mm. And she said last week, she said, you know, I feel like I'm changing. Amen. That's what we're there for. Transformation. That's what we're there for. Well, we're down to one minute. uh, But, you know, Kim, uh, I would like to ask if you would be so kind as to come back on the show in a month or two. Sure. And let me know, because we didn't even scratch the surface of all that's going on with the women's right. ministry. Our Bible studies and, and counseling. So if you would do that, I'd appreciate it. I would love it. to. I would and love to. And guys, uh, folks out there, if you want to come and have a tour and see what we're doing, come on down. I'll give you a tour. Yes. If you'd like Kim to, she'd be more than willing to. Mm-hmm. But I want you to see also the women's clothes closet and get their perspective of the ladies Uh, Kim and the other volunteers and Eileen 
because these are the people in the trenches. So, as always, my dear friends, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. You've been listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched and you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to UGMSAC.com, UGMSAC.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.